listener production. Losses from a handful of companies on track to end our share market's winning streak. And find out what could move your money this week. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Monday the 12th of February. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Hello, Laura. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you for having me back. We love having you here. Well, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm speaking on behalf of all the listeners. That's that's very nice of you to say. And thank you for having me back, everyone. And what a day to be back as well. The market Mm, has fallen. Thanks thanks for that. Ending a three-day winning streak. But of course, we hit a number of record highs over the past couple of weeks. And the US market basically has not been high ever. Mm. But today some profit-taking, it seems. Yeah, absolutely. So you just touched on, we did hit a record high. It was just over a week ago, and we are seeing US markets hitting record high after record high, which is pretty phenomenal, right? Because usually when you hit one record high, you're not going to continue to do that. But over in the US, they seem to keep pushing through that boundary. But today the ASX 200 or the Aussie market is down by almost half a percent and we are edging closer to the worst levels of the day as we get towards the close. Just a handful of stocks as well, it must be said, that have been really holding our market back. Mm. We'll touch on that a little later, but also Lunar New Year holidays this week, something that is already starting to keep markets a little on the quiet side as far as how much money is actually changing hands. So mm. the Shanghai Stock Exchange will be shut all week. We've got Hong Kong closed for the next couple of days. South Korea's closed today. Singapore as well. Taiwan, even the Tokyo Stock Exchange, unrelated to the Lunar New Year holidays, but they've got a national holiday as well. So these are things that generally can keep you know some investors across the region at least at bay. Absolutely. And if we look across the sectors ahead of the close, we're seeing that seven of the 11 are pushing higher. But as Stevie mentioned just earlier, it's just those a handful of stocks that are pushing our market down, even though more than half of the sectors are improving. So the underperformer by far is the healthcare space down by around three and a half percent. That's mostly due to CSL, which Stevie will delve into shortly. Energy down by around one percent as well. But on the other hand, tech stocks are having a pretty good day. They're up about one percent leading into the close and they're tracking the gains of US-based tech giants. And we're also seeing consumer discretionary, which includes those retailers having a pretty good day as well. Absolutely. So let's touch on uh, one of those stocks you just mentioned, CSL. It's down by around 5.3%. So it is the largest company in the healthcare sector, which is why that sector is being pushed lower. It's the third largest company as well outright. Yeah. Actually, jinx. So uh, it certainly <laughs> Great is being think alike. absolutely a major weight on the market. And a reason for the tumble seemed to be an update which seemed to disappoint investors on some trial results, phase three trial results for a heart attack drug that it's been working on. The aim here was to try and reduce major adverse cardiovascular events 90 days after a first heart attack. So wasn't pleased with the results. Shares fell today. This is ahead of its profit results, which are due tomorrow, even though it made it clear that it doesn't expect this to have any type of material financial impact on its results. Going the other way, JB Hi-Fi was out with its full year results and they actually shot the lights out. So In a nutshell, though, its numbers were lower than the same time last year. So sales dropped by 2% to 5.1 billion, net profit declined by a massive 20%. And it also announced a smaller dividend this time round, paying out $1.58, which is 39 cents lower than the same time last year. 
But its shares hit a record high today. In fact, it was the best performer on the ASX 200, up by over 7% as we speak. And this is a perfect example of how expectations can impact a company's share price, even more so than the results themselves. So analysts had forecast that JB's results would be worse. So it was a surprise on the upside. And really, we've heard from a few retailers in the past week or so, and generally the results have beaten expectations. So it seems like retailers are holding up pretty well, even though consumers are supposedly spending less. That's a very good point. So even though profits and dividends were down, the expectations were for about $19 million worse as far as profits are concerned. So that certainly inspired buying, and that's something absolutely to pay attention to in the the coming weeks. That's a main thing that can impact share prices. In addition to sometimes, you know, what they say about the future as well. You know, yeah. if they're surprisingly optimistic or pessimistic about how things are looking like, especially with the retailers when mm. they say, "Look, the profits have fallen this much over the last six months," but you know, the last it's, six mm. or so weeks have been more positive. That can also be quite helpful. But today. Gains across all those retail stocks, including Lovisa, which is the second best performer, Harvey Norman, Adairs, they're all doing quite nicely. So just to highlight once again, in summary, earnings results, of course, it's ramping up this week. We'll touch on some of the companies reporting. Two things to look out for, or three, the results themselves, expectations and forecasts. Yep, absolutely. So let's move on from here. ANZ, uh, so one of the major banks, of course, uh, coming out with a quarterly update. So not the half year or full year results, but still giving investors a bit of an idea of how it's done in the last three months. Seemed to please investors because it certainly outperformed its peers today with a gain of more than 1%. A reminder here that we're going to get quarterly updates from many of the other banks this month. Macquarie tomorrow, One of the exceptions will be CBA, which will be out with its half-year numbers on Wednesday, but we'll have to wait until May to get most of the other official results from the other major banks. Shares of Fletcher Building have declined by around 6% today before the company put in a request to stop its shares from trading. That happened at around lunchtime today. The announcement that accompanied that pause in trading had a lot in there for investors to digest, but it didn't give much away at the same time. So it said that the company is due to release its half-year results this Wednesday, and they need time for its board members to meet before those results come out to discuss matters like whether or not it will pay out a dividend and how much that might look like. It also highlighted that the company hasn't provided any guidance to the market ahead of these results, which means investors could be surprised when the results come out later this week, and it could mean more volatility for its share price on the day that those results are released. Another key thing to note in that announcement was that its CEO is considering his position within the company, given its current position at the moment. So apparently there'll be more on that when he makes a final decision, but it sounds like they are in a little bit of a pickle. Shares not trading at the moment, but they were trading this morning down 6%. Absolutely. Car Group up about 1.5%. This is the vehicle classifieds company that used to be known as Car Sales. Raised its, its dividend to 34.5 cents per share. 28 and a half a year earlier. It also recorded a 34% jump in profits if we don't include the impact of a US business that acquired mid last year, which temporarily boosted its results. Just a quick one on Liontown. Its shares have been performing worst on the ASX 200 today. We did see a little bit of relief for lithium stocks in general at, uh, last week, but they're back with some declines. And I feel like there's been news constantly out surrounding Liontown for the past few months at least. Well, yesterday actually marked four months since Gina Reinhart, which is 
the richest person in Australia. She upped her stake in Liontown. This, of course, caused the takeover offer from Albemarle to fall through due to complications, they said. And since then, Gina hasn't actually been allowed to make a takeover offer by law. But now it's a waiting game to see if she makes an offer. So let's look forward from here as well, because there's a bit to sink our teeth into, of course, this week. Tonight, there's not much out, to be honest. There are a couple of speeches by some officials from the US Central Bank. Tomorrow, though, will be a little busier. Macquarie, as I said, will be out with a quarterly update. We've got profit results from the likes of CSL, Breville, Challenger, James Hardy, Seven West, Seek, Temple and Webster. Plenty of economic news as well on confidence levels for both businesses and consumers and also speech by a Reserve Bank official. And then quite a bit more left, of course, for the remainder of the week. Absolutely. So as we mentioned, reporting season's ramping up. We have so many companies reporting this week. I'm not going to go through all of them, but Mm -hmm. just keep your eyes out. We'll talk about it each day that comes up anyways. The main economic piece of data coming out this week here in Australia will be the jobs report on Thursday. So that could certainly move markets. That's an important one for what happens with interest rates going forward. And over in the US, it's all about inflation this week. So an update on consumer inflation on Tuesday night and then business inflation on Friday night. Absolutely. Well, I think we'll leave it there, my friend. Let's do that. Have a great one, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Can't wait. Bye. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067254399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.